Hello and welcome to Daily Prayer today for June 27th, 2021. Glad that you are with me. Let's go ahead and get started. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Reconciling God, we give you thanks that through the gift of our baptism you have broken down dividing walls and made us members of your house. By the power of your Holy Spirit, build us up to be your holy temple, a place of peace and welcome for all, through Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Our readings for today are Psalm 67 and 150, 1 Samuel 10, 1 through 16, Romans 4, 13 through 25, and Matthew 21, 23 through 32. Listen for God's word to speak to you. Psalm 67. May God be gracious to us and bless us, and make God's face to shine upon us. Selah. That your way may be known upon earth, your saving power among all nations. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you judge the peoples with equity, and guide the nations upon earth. Selah. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, has blessed us. May God continue to bless us. Let all the ends of the earth revere God. Psalm 150. Praise the Lord. Praise God in God's sanctuary. Praise God in God's mighty firmament. Praise God for God's mighty deeds. Praise God according to God's surpassing greatness. Praise God with trumpet sound. Praise God with lute and harp. Praise God with tambourine and dance. Praise God with strings and pipe. Praise God with clanging cymbals. Praise God with loud clashing cymbals. Let everything that breathes praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 1 Samuel chapter 10, verses 1 through 16. Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it on his, Saul's head, and kissed him. He said, The Lord has anointed you ruler over God's people Israel. You shall reign over the people of the Lord, and you shall save them from the hand of their enemies all round. Now this shall be the sign to you that the Lord has anointed you ruler over God's heritage. When you depart from me today, you will meet two men by Rachel's tomb in the territory of Benjamin at Zilzah. They will say to you, The donkeys that you went to seek are found, and now your father has stopped worrying about them and is worrying about you, saying, What shall I do about my son? Then you shall go on from there further and come to the oak of Tabor. 
Three men going out to God at Bethel will meet you there, one carrying three kids, another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a skin of wine. They will greet you and give you two loaves of bread, which you shall accept from them. After that, you shall come to Gibeath Elohim, at the place where the Philistine garrison is. There, as you come to the town, you will meet a band of prophets coming down from the shrine with harp, tambourine, flute, and lyre playing in front of them. They will be in a prophetic frenzy. Then the Spirit of the Lord will possess you, and you will be in a prophetic frenzy along with them and be turned into a different person. Now when these signs meet you, do whatever you see fit to do, for God is with you. And you shall go down to Gilgal ahead of me. Then I will come down to you to present burnt offerings and offer sacrifices of well-being. Seven days you shall wait until I come to you and show you what you shall do. As he turned away to leave Samuel, God gave him another heart. And all these signs were fulfilled that day. When they were going from there to Gibeah, a band of prophets met them, and the Spirit of God possessed him, and he fell into a prophetic frenzy along with them. When all who knew him before saw how he prophesied with the prophets, the people said to one another, What is come over the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? A man of the place answered, And who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb, Is Saul also among the prophets? When his prophetic frenzy was ended, he went home. Saul's uncle said to him and to the boy, Where did you go? And he replied, To seek the donkeys. And when we saw that they were not to be found, we went to Samuel. Saul's uncle said, Tell me what Samuel said to you. Saul said to his uncle, He told us that the donkeys had been found. But about the matter of the kingship, of which Samuel had spoken, he did not tell him anything. Our second reading for this morning is Romans chapter 4, verses 13 through 25. For the promise that he would inherit the world did not come to Abraham or to his descendants through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. If it is the adherents of the law who are to be the heirs, faith is null and the promise is void. For the law brings wrath, but where there is no law, there is neither is there violation. For this reason, it depends on faith in order that the promise may rest on grace and be guaranteed to all his descendants, not only to the adherents of the law, but also to those who share the faith of Abraham. For he is the father of all of us. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. In the the presence of the God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist, hoping against hope, he believed that he would become the father of many nations, according to what was said, so numerous shall your descendants be. He did not weaken in faith when he considered his own body, which was already as good as dead, for he was about a hundred years old, or when he considered the barrenness of Sarah's womb. No distrust made him waver concerning the promise of God, but he grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God. Being fully convinced that God was able to do what God had promised, therefore his faith was reckoned to him as righteousness. Now the words it was reckoned to him were written not for his sake alone, but for ours also. It will be reckoned to us who believe in God 
who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was handed over to death for our trespasses and was raised for our justification. And from Matthew chapter 21, verses 23 through 32. When Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question. If you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another, If we say from heaven, he will say to us, Why then did you not believe him? But if we say of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, We do not know. And he said to them, Well, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, Son, go work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same, and he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said the first. Jesus said to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him, and even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, our readings for today. So, we are continuing in the story of 1 Samuel. Um, Saul... Samuel speaks to Saul, who he is now anointed as the first king of Israel, and gives him all of these signs. There are several things, right? So he goes and he's going to see two people, and I don't see all the ones. And then there's going to be three people, and they're going to have very specific things in their hands, either kids or bread or wine and they're going to give him two loaves of bread and then he's going to go on and he's going to see all these prophets and they're going to be in a prophetic frenzy they are going to be have these specific instruments with them and at that point you Saul are going to be in a prophetic frenzy and you're going to be literally a different person for a while when you see all these things that I'm telling you in advance and you actually see them happen Do with that information what you will, (laughs) right? And we are told that Saul sort of changes his heart. Perhaps at this point, he was pretty skeptical skeptical about all those things things that that Samuel had been saying to him. At this point, Samuel has said that you're the future king of Israel and God has chosen you, even though you're from this small tribe, all that sort of stuff. But he says, okay. You know, if I see this stuff, then, then maybe I'll believe. Well, he sees all of that stuff. Everything happens exactly the way that Samuel said that it would. In fact, it becomes so famous, the fact that Saul, uh, Saul of Kish, this sort of nobody, this good-looking guy, sure, um, bec- goes into this prophetic frenzy that there is a phrase at the time of writing for Samuel, you know, is, is Saul even among the prophets? 
he goes back home and his uncle asks him about the donkeys and all this sort of stuff. And he says, yeah, I went to see Samuel and he, and he told me that the donkeys were at home and we should head back. But he doesn't say anything about the kingship issue. So he sees all these signs as sort of this proof, um, but he's still waiting for this further confirmation and sort of it to become official, which we'll see as we continue reading. Then from Romans, it's Sunday, so the, the readings are a little bit off of our schedule. So Romans, we're just kind of plopped in the middle of it. Paul is writing to the church in Rome and is making this case that it is by grace alone that we have salvation, not by the things that we do. It's not by obedience to the law. Obedience to the law, he'll eventually make the claim, is still a good thing, but it doesn't earn us salvation. And so he makes this statement here and makes a proof of Abraham, going back all the way to the patriarch of the Jewish people. Um, and he says, Here's, here is your proof, right? It was reckoned to him that Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. This is before circumcision. This is before anything, before he actually saw um, what God gave him, right? But God promised to him, this is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to bless you. And Abraham believed. He believed that God would do the impossible things that God said that would be done. And so because of that, he gained this righteousness. It was reckoned to him. It was assumed upon him. It was given him this righteousness, this grace, not from something that he did. And Paul continues and makes an even further claim that because of this, Abraham is the father of all who believe. He's switching it to just Abraham is the father of all of the Jewish people. No, he's saying Abraham is the father of all those who believe. So whether you're Jewish or not, if you believe in Jesus Christ, Abraham is your father because you are taking after him. You are doing the things that Abraham did, specifically believing in God. And just as on Abraham, God gave righteousness, so God gives us righteousness. So God gives us salvation. Then we have in Matthew a story that we heard very recently from Luke, this um, challenge in the temple. These Pharisees come and say, okay, well, uh, oh, I'm sorry, the chief priests and elders of the people say, by what authority are you teaching? And he says, well, tell me what authority John was using. And they don't want to answer because it's politically not good for them. Either they answer that John it was just a madman who had his own authority, and then the people will be mad at them. Or they will say that God, he got his authority from God, and then Jesus will ask, well, why didn't you actually listen to him then? So they say, we don't know. Really lame answer. So Jesus says, well, fine. If you don't want to give me an answer, I won't give you an answer. And then he tells a story. This was not there in Luke's account. He tells a story of a man with two sons. To one he says, go work in the field. And the son says, no, I don't want to do that. But in the end, he does. And the other one says, yes, I will do that. But he actually doesn't. So which is the one who actually serves the father? 
And they have to say, well, it's the first one. Even though they said they weren't going to do it, they actually did end up doing it. And he says, yes. Guess what, fellas? You who think you are so righteous, tax collectors and prostitutes are getting into the kingdom of heaven before you. Now you notice, uh, he, he, he's not going with the sort of evangelical assumptions that we have. It's not like they're going to heaven or they're going to the kingdom of God and you are going to hell, right? That's not what he says. He says, they're going into the kingdom of heaven before you. Why? Because they believed. Because they actually listened and they did the things that the Father told them. Even, even if at some point they had said that they didn't want to do that, they may change their mind and actually did the things that God wanted them to do. They actually believed. They actually took up this mantle. Whereas you, you say that you're righteous, but you don't take up the righteousness of God. You, unlike Abraham, do not believe. And so it is not reckoned to you as righteousness. So you're in line back behind the tax collectors and the prostitutes. All those people you think are so far beneath you. So those are our readings for today. Let's go ahead and join together in prayer. Satisfy us with your love in the morning, and we will live this day in joy and praise. Great and wonderful God, we praise and thank you for the gift of renewal in Jesus Christ. Especially we thank you for ministries of music and the arts. Those who enlighten and entertain. The love of family and friends. Time for rest and recreation. Promises kept and hope for tomorrow. People of God, for what else do we give thanks? We give thanks for those recovering from surgeries, for Jimmy, for Beverly, for Bill, and James, my grandfather. You make all things new, O God, and we offer our prayers for the renewal of the world and the healing of its wounds. Especially we pray for the church in North America. Rest and renewal for creation. Those who are enslaved by addictions. All who long to live in your holy realm. People of God, for what else do we pray? We pray for Kathy, a friend of Jan Ann's who is hospitalized with a severely broken leg. For Sally, a friend of Sandy's, who is diagnosed with cancer. For David, a friend of Jane Ann's, who is having bypass surgery. For Anthony, 
Lynn's father, who is in the hospital with a perforated intestine. For Olga, our cleaning tech. For John, a friend of Bill's who lost his wife, Jan. For Pam, a friend of Bill's who has suffered a small stroke. For all those who are on our hearts and our minds, those we continue to pray for with ongoing health issues, Teddy, Ernest, and Patricia, Freddie, Buddy, Eleanor, Neil, Mel, James, Jimmy, Troy, Wayne, George, and all others struggling with health issues. Blessed are you, O God, our Creator, at the work of your hands. We sing for joy. Keep us in your grace and peace this day, and teach us to glorify and enjoy you forever. Through Christ our Lord and Savior. Amen. Now let us continue to pray using the words that Christ taught us, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Now to God be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Thank you so much for joining me today for Daily Prayer. Join me tomorrow for some more. Like this video, share it with someone else, click on the subscription and the notification button, as well as subscribing and rating and all the good things that you might do if you're listening to this in a podcast. Go to our website, johncalvinchurch.org, for more information. Our liturgy today came from the Book of Common Worship of the Presbyterian Church USA 2018 edition. Our readings came from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible using the daily lectionary readings. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a very blessed day, and we'll see you next time. Bye.